Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Capricorn season in 2019. My name is Renee. I'm an artist, an astrologer, and a somatic intuitive. In these audio horoscopes, I'll outline what I perceive as the main areas of focus for each sign in the month ahead and give you creative, embodied, and practical suggestions for working with this season's biggest opportunities and challenges. Remember that horoscopes describe general energies, and it's up to you to get specific. Listen with your intuition turned on and your mind open. Take what works, leave the rest. I suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and your rising signs. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask, what's your sign? It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign is determined by the time of day you were born and the place you were born. If you know your birth information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. To learn more about what's coming up in the next 30 days and the major themes of 2020 in general, make sure to listen to Breakdown to Breakthrough, the Embodied Astrology episode for Capricorn season. You can find this episode linked in the show notes from my website or as a separate track on your favorite listening platforms. If you're hungry to learn more about astrology, check out my subscriber offerings. You can subscribe by donation at any amount per month and receive access to an extended monthly forecast and printable astro journal that gives you detailed day-by-day breakdowns of the planetary aspects and lunar cycles and suggestions for how to work effectively with their energy. Subscribers also get discounts on year-ahead birthday reports, online classes, live events, and the Embodied Astrology Basics Handbook. Speaking of live events, I would love to see you next month in Portland, Oregon. I'll be giving a talk on the Astrology of 2020 on Saturday, January 4th at 7pm at Psychic Sister on Alberta. The next day, Sunday, January 5th, come hang out with me from 11 to 4 at the People's Yoga Northeast, where we'll continue to explore the amazing Astrology of 2020. I'll teach you how to work with your own chart, and we'll play with fun, creative, and embodied approaches for working with astro energy for manifestation, vitality, and joy. Details for both events are in the show notes or on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the play and learn section under live events. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. I know how helpful astrology can be for making sense out of the world, and it's important to me to keep this work financially accessible, especially during these crazy times in the world. If this work benefits you in your life, please support me to continue making it. You can make a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going. And, side note, recurring monthly donors get access to the awesome subscriber content, The number one way you can support this work is to share it. Please share it with your family and friends and leave five-star reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify, and follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Embodied Astrology. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please wait for a brief sponsorship message, and I'll be right back at you with your horoscope. Hello Cancer, welcome to your horoscope for Capricorn season. So this season is bringing a really remarkable shift in energy into all of our lives. There's a lot of of change and transformation energy that's coming in and that change and transformation requires a lot of letting go and uh, moving through and trusting what's on the other side. So 
If you've been following embodied astrology horoscopes, and probably if you've been following other horoscopes, you are well aware of the deep and total transformation that you are going through um, in your relationships and in the ways that you relate with others and in the ways that you share power and share leadership and um, own yourself, occupy yourself in relationship, um, how you advocate for yourself, how you affirm yourself, how you um, really know yourself as you are getting to know other people and the balance between this kind of knowing, this kind of advocacy or affirmation, and then the kinds of relationships that you have. Over the last decade, you have been transforming the way you are in relationship. And this is a, a total transformation. It, it's not um, only about certain kinds of relationship. It is really about the way you hold yourself with other people and in the world in general, the way you occupy yourself as an equal and as uh, a righteous being, you know, as a babe, regardless of, of gender or how you might feel in relationship to that word, you know, it's, it's, um, you're moving into a space of empowerment. And to get to that space over the course of this last decade, you have had to go through shit. <laughs> a lot of you, you know, have had to really go through some hard times in relationship. And these hard times have led you to uh, in interrogate deeply your patterns in relating. And again, no stone is left unturned. So the reasons and the ways that you are attracted to people, how you get involved in your relationships and how you maintain involvement how you allow certain patterns to go on um, for a long time, how you speak up for yourself, how you don't speak up for yourself, how you give your power away, how you um, maybe don't ever let power in, how you, um, you know, feel yourself as attractive, feel yourself as desirable, what it is that you want from other people, and how you are not expressing it. So all the aspects of relating, and again, this is relationships um, in the world in general, and of course, these issues are going to come up more pointedly and more poignantly in any kinds of relationships that are important, um, like people that you're dating or living with, um, people that you are somehow partnered with. Or sharing resources with or trying to collaborate with and make projects with or build businesses with you know any relationships where you really um, are working with someone and need to figure out your own space in that relationship that's where all this stuff is coming up now over the last two years there has been a, a growing insistence energetically that you get it together that you advocate for yourself that you affirm your own desires that you affirm your own needs that you figure out how to get your needs met whether or not that means that you're getting them met in relationship or that you're meeting them for yourself so that you don't quote unquote like need them so much from somebody else um, these last two years may have been uh, both relieving and grueling in some ways because there really is the feeling that you know you you can't not do it you have to do it and if you're not doing it then in these last two years um, it's 
probably been feeling more and more isolating and lonely to be a person in the world uh, that's full of other people because you want to be relating. We're relational creatures as humans and um, pay attention to the kinds of circumstances that are coming into your life, the kinds of people who you're attracting, again, all levels of relationship, not not only romantic relationships, but friends, uh, colleagues, you know, who are you meeting? Um, and how are you in relationship with them? The kinds of energy that you want to be bringing in to your life um, are energies that are affirming, that are empowering. That doesn't mean that they're not challenging or that they won't um, upset you sometimes, but ultimately the kinds of energies that you want to be bringing into your life are energies that help you to love yourself better. And that means that you're better able to love others. Um, the more that we can love and accept and uh, occupy ourselves, then the more we can love and accept others and really occupy our relationships with presence. In the last couple of weeks, in the last month or so, um, there has been a, a kind of, I want to say it's like a, um, an expansive energy that might be coming in. Now, this expansive energy also has a magnetic quality. So in these last couple of weeks, there may be, um, I said magnetic and I meant to say magnifying, there may be a, a kind of concentration on these feelings on these sensations that you've been having with relationship that is like a little bit overwhelming. Um, but my sense is that there's quite a lot that's happening. There's quite a lot that's kind of um, getting processed and getting turned over. And I definitely want to remind you that right before breakthrough points are often the kind of darkest and hardest and most challenging experiences that that kind of frustration that we feel um where it's like oh my god this fucking thing it's stuck it's always going to be like the da, da, da. like that kind of energy can sometimes be the fire that actually allows something to shift so if if that's what you've been feeling then don't fret um although i'm, I'm sure that if that's what you're feeling then fretting is there but i do want to say that as we move into 2020, as we move into this next year, um, there is more and more support for you to put what you have learned into action and to start understanding the reasons um, why you've been going through the experiences that you have been and how you want to integrate your learning. Now, throughout Capricorn season, there are a couple of different waves of energy um, that I want to talk about. So right as Capricorn season begins, um, the the 20 First is the day that the sun moves into Capricorn. So from the 21st through the 27th or so, it feels like there's um, quite a lot of, of breakthrough energy and there may be some understandings of, oh, this is the thing that has to go. And that might come up in experiences that you're having where you do the old thing and you have like an allergic reaction to it and you're like, oh, I can't do that anymore. Or it may come up in some other kind of way, but the feeling uh, of this time is a recognition. 
Now, during this time on the 25th, 26th of December, we have the first of two eclipses that we'll have during Capricorn season. So this first eclipse um, is a solar eclipse at four degrees of Capricorn. Check your natal chart and see um, where your degree placements are. Capricorn, of course, is your opposite sign. So if you have planets or points at four degrees of Capricorn, but also if you have planets or points, your rising sign or your sun around four degrees of Cancer, um, then this eclipse is going to be an especially potent one for you and the energies of any planets that are also figured in are going to be highlighted. So during this solar eclipse, again, 25th, 26th of December, um, there's this kind of recognition quality. And it's like this is the, the breakdown point. This is when there's some kind of, um, you know, meeting the end of something, recognizing it for what it is, feeling a completion, and um, going, okay, something has to give, something has to change. Now, the two weeks between these two eclipses from December 25th until January 11th are a potent time for this energy to start to, to roll out and to play out. So these whole two weeks ha has this kind of vibe. From January 10th through the 13th, we reach the crux and the, the kind of peak intensity of Capricorn season's intensity, which is really intense. <laughs> and if you listen to the Embodied Astrology um, episode for Capricorn season, I'm going to talk a lot about what's going on um, in that episode in terms of this kind of pivot point that we're in, this transformational point. But from the 10th through the 13th, um, what you really want to call in is the transformational potential. And it's the way that you move into the next layer of this evolutionary path that you're on. And the next layer has to do with complete uh, uh, and total unapologetic self-love for you. It has to do with really claiming and owning and loving and adoring who you are, um, banishing just being fucking done with old stories about um, what other people want from you and how you are going to be desirable to them. Um, if you notice habits in yourself where you're externalizing your um, self-awareness, like if you are objectifying yourself, seeing yourself through the imagined lens of other people's eyes and judging yourself from that lens, that is needs to go. You want to cut that out. And as much as you possibly can, um, get into your own experience and practice showering, showering yourself with affection and forgiveness. Um, this doesn't at all mean that you won't be accountable. So um, Tara Brock, who's an excellent meditation teacher, has a number of um, talks that she gave on the kind of corrosive nature of blame. And one of the things that she gets into with people is the way that people beat themselves up and they blame themselves for all kinds of things. And when she asks, well, what would happen if you let go of that blame? A lot of what people report is, um, well, then I would be a bad person. Because blaming myself and thinking that I'm inadequate and looking at all my faults is the thing that keeps me accountable. Now, I totally understand that reasoning and definitely have experienced that and continue to experience that myself. But um, I, I also know through working with this kind of energy, um, 
and experiencing it very tangibly that the the less time I spend blaming myself, um, the more present I can be in my relationships and the more accountable I actually am to those relationships and to their, um, their growth and their evolutionary potential. When I'm stuck in a place of blame, I get defensive, I wall off, I can't actually relate. So I really want to encourage you to look at the ways that you externalize your ideas about who you should be and how you should be and um, ritualize it, you know, make a ceremony, meditate, journal, do all the things, uh, whatever speaks to you, but really intend for yourself that you um, move towards a place of of deep self-love. And if you have any New Year's resolutions or intentions, let this be at the top of the list um, and maybe even the only one. You want to love yourself and you want to love yourself completely and you want to forgive yourself. Um, and that's the bottom line. Okay, That's the energy that you want to work with uh, right now. And anything that is that is blocking that kind of experience, you want to let go. And this is going to lead to a profound shift in how you recognize the world around you and how you see your potential here on earth and the priorities that you have and the ways that you want to move towards them and manifest them, as well as a profound shift in your relationships, um, again, on all layers. And that includes family, it includes partners, it includes friends, it includes casual acquaintances. You want to move into um, the next layer of your evolutionary path, which is a layer of opening and trust and self-love and this is a kind of radiance that you want to stimulate within yourself so that you can attract that radiance uh, from the outer world. Now, I think you're already doing that work, and um, here's here's another step on it, but this is a big one. Um, Capricorn season, like I said, is bringing a lot of energy. So I'm wishing you all the best in working with it. Um, There's so much support for you internally inside yourself. Just connect with that inner loving voice. And if you want to know more about astrology, become a subscriber. I talk a lot about what's going on in the planets and the signs. You can learn all about it. You can uh, have access to my month ahead astro journal so that you can um, incorporate astrology into your day-to-day work with its cycles work with the moon work with the planets Um, it's a great guide so i am wishing you all the best and thank you so much for listening bye for now just a reminder that i'll be offering two live events the weekend of january 4th in portland oregon and i would love to see you there Check the show notes for more info or go to embodiedastrology.com and find my live events in the play and learn section. Happy New Year!